industry, not to mention cultural artifacts from all over the world. All of a sudden, fairs or exhibitions were now international events. Not just a county or town showing off its best chickens or homemade quilts. Fairs could now represent the culture and industry of entire nations. And after the success of London's Great Exhibition in 1851, countries fell over themselves to hold similar events. Cities such as Melbourne, Munich, Dublin, and Amsterdam all held international industrial fairs in the 1850s. And while mildly successful, none were able to replicate the success of London. New York had thrown its own in 1853, called the Exhibition of the Industry of All Nations. The city even sponsored its own Crystal Palace to attract more visitors. And although a number of notable inventors presented at the fair, including one Elijah Otis who demonstrated his famous safety elevator, the exhibition barely broke even, and was considered by most to be a financial failure. Even the Gleaming Palace didn't survive, catching fire and burning down in 1858. But the dream of holding a successful World's Fair in the United States didn't end in New York. Less than two decades later, another fair was proposed with even higher stakes. A group of Philadelphian businessmen proposed an epic world exhibition to be held in 1876, in honor of the 100th anniversary of the signing of the Declaration of Independence. For them, it seemed the perfect way to show the success of both Philadelphia, the birthplace of American independence, and the rest of the United States to the world. And by that point, the U.S. needed a win. The young nation had barely survived a brutal civil war and the assassination of its president, Abraham Lincoln, during the 1860s. By the 1870s, the country had yet to knit itself back together. Divisions between the North and South remained tense. And the country was also growing. The Western territories, areas like Colorado and the Dakotas, were just starting their bids for statehood. Many business owners and industrialists felt it was high time for the young U.S. to be considered on equal footing to the great nations of Europe. But popular images of a rough-and-tumble America were hard to overcome. The Great Plains full of roaming buffalo herds, the explorations of Lewis and Clark through raging rivers and epic mountains, even the gold rush of California in 1849. Yes, these were stories that conveyed the vastness of America, and perhaps a foolhardy but intrepid spirit. But it wasn't the image many in the East wanted to convey. One of cities whose cultures could rival that of London or 